Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Yahoo Sports Hockey Podcast, Justin Cuthbert hanging out and digesting things in between game six and seven of the first round series between the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, Pretty unbelievable story being written here, right? Like if the Maple Leafs are to break through finally after 18 years, after five straight seasons of postseason disappointment, after what, seven, eight consecutive loss losses with chances to eliminate an opponent in the Matthews and Marner era, they will have to do so against the two-time defending Stanley Cup champions in a game seven at Scotiabank Arena on a Saturday night. It is that way because the Leafs lost in overtime in game six on Braden Point's overtime winner in the final moments of the first bonus frame at Amelie Arena, giving us what is a familiar result, right? The same result, really, with the Leafs failing in an opportunity to make something happen to erase their past. But despite it being the same results, it's impossible to look at this team and not think that they are different, different, different. This wasn't a case of the Leafs no-showing. In fact, if they weren't the superior, fresher, hungrier, more inspired team throughout those 60 to 80 minutes, I guess more or less 77, 78, I'm not sure what you're watching. Yes, there were mistakes, but there's mistakes in every hockey game. But rarely do mistakes exclusively go punished. That was kind of what happened for the Leafs in game six. The Alex Kerfoot drop pass with TJ Brody kind of falling asleep on that four on four. Ilya Mikheyev trying to trying to execute his own zone entry on the power play and having that go back the other way. And yet the Leafs not just answered, but took the lead after falling behind two nothing. And then that phantom penalty, which created the five on three opportunity, which of course Tampa Bay was going to take advantage of. And yet aside from the overtime period, because they didn't have that luxury, the Leafs had a response every time something went wrong. They didn't fold like they had previously. It just didn't go their way, which happens from time to time in a hockey game. Further to that, I'm really not sure how you can watch this series evolve over six games and not make the determination that the Leafs are starting to separate themselves from the Lightning. With John Tavares scoring twice in game six after breaking out in game five, he's no longer a problem, but a big part 
of the solution. He's found traction in the series, and that was huge. The Leafs needed that to happen. Matthews and Marner have since dispelled the notion that Anthony Sorelli and Braden Point could shut them down in a head-to-head matchup. They have been productive since the start of this series with the exception of what game four the fourth line for the Leafs plays sparingly but is impactful in their minutes they've been the better fourth line as the series has went on the defensive corpses rebound Jack Campbell's been very very good the Leafs are clearly the faster team and that the lightning are relying on smarts to see them through many tenuous moments At times, the Leafs have been outclassed, but on balance, it's been the Lightning hanging on and hanging tough. The biggest difference now, though, as we move to a seventh game, is the mental piece, right? Like the Leafs seem, despite the loss, despite the misfortune, despite everything hanging over the series and everything that has dogged them in the past, they seem exceedingly confident. Keefe says it, but it doesn't seem hollow. Matthews says it, the other players say it, Morgan Riley steps up, and it feels like they do believe that they can do this. And I truly do believe that they understand that they are the better team and that they can win. And that is so incredibly important. Because what might be secondary when sort of power ranking the challenges ahead and when assessing the task against a two-time Stanley Cup champion who is perfect in 17 straight games after a loss and doesn't lose when facing elimination, of course, and can win in so many different ways, is the psychological piece. It's only human nature to understand that this could slip away and that there could be consequences associated with that. And yet, even in this strange moment where they do deserve to win, they're in this position again. In reality, though, we are where we thought we would end up, right? We'd still, we thought if we went into this series that the most likely outcome was that it would go seven games. And still, I think it should be, despite what we've seen, tough to reconcile. At least it will be in the fan base. Because in game seven, it's the highest possible hurdle. It's the best team we've seen in the salary cap era, plus the immediate and historical context, the demons, the potential consequences, the promises made and promises which don't potentially come through. All of that is being thrown into a vat and stewed and tended to by the hockey gods. It's crazy. What's that thing in Game of Thrones that Cersei uses to blow up, blow up uh, Dubrovnik or King's Landing, the wildfire? It's hockey's version of the wildfire from games, Game of Thrones. It is just so explosive what is bubbling beneath the surface. And yet, if it doesn't go the Leafs' way, which doesn't, again, seem to be this team's expectation, we need to rethink what needs to happen from a managerial standpoint, a hockey operations standpoint, an ownership standpoint, it, sh- it could still be a no-show in Game 7, which of course would make people think differently, or at least make me think differently, and maybe there are culprits in the end in a Game 7, but despite the notion that's been held all throughout the season that heads would have to roll if the Leafs fail to get past the same point, what we have seen in six games versus the Lightning should be validating. It should be validating for Dubas. It should be validating for ownership when assessing the job that Dubas did. It should be validating for Keefe and the players. Everyone should be feeling good about what has happened so far. 
This team is close. It's the best version of the team that we've seen. Kyle Dubas did do an incredible job. And I think Sheldon keeps doing a very good job as well. And to blow it up after a coin flip scenario goes the opposite way would be a horrific decision. It should be validating what we've seen so far. And I mentioned tests, right? There's an immense one in front of the 20 players that'll be on the ice Saturday night. But if it doesn't go well, Dubas's medal will be tested. The organization's resolve will be tested. Ownership and management's patience will be tested. The Leafs need to be able to take a breath if this doesn't work, to tinker and to not tear down, because this team is good enough to win the Stanley Cup this season. There's a world where that's true. There's a world in which they do that. But there's also a world, a world in a game that is defined by its randomness, that it just doesn't bounce their way. Through six games, if anything, if one thing is true that we can make a solid determination about is that this team is different. But because even if this team is different, it doesn't mean that the result is guaranteed to be. It's a tough, tough situation. Uh, it couldn't be any bigger. Game seven, Saturday night in Toronto. Fortunately, that won't be the only game seven. We have three minimum with the possibility of three more. Uh, and the three that are set in stone, along with the Leafs and Lightning, will be played Saturday. It'll be Boston, Carolina as the matinee, and the nightcap will be Edmonton and L.A. Those two series were both also pushed to its extent or their extent on Thursday night. For Boston, Carolina, it's overlap with Toronto, um, so I don't have as much of a read on it. But the home team dominated in each. Uh, with the Kings and Oilers, though, uh, this one's completely out of control. I'm jealous of those who can absorb or who have been able to absorb Edmonton LA without the task of having to write a column about a different series at the exact same time. Because that this series is absolutely off the charts. It is so distracting for those who have to write a column about a different series at the exact same time. Uh, in Thursday night's game six, it was all about Connor McDavid, of course, as it should be as the Oilers avoided elimination. Darnell Nurse was suspended, not available to the Oilers on the road. Leon Dreisaitl was clearly laboring, although he's going to be an impact player regardless. But McDavid, facing all the pressure that the Maple Leafs are facing in the Toronto media, or Toronto fan base, rather, is trying to digest. That's all on the Oilers and McDavid and that organization as well. And yet McDavid steps up, wills his team to victory. He led all skaters in the game or at least all the other skaters with 24 minutes. He had a goal, two assists, three shots, nine scoring chances individually, and six high danger looks all for himself, a legendary performance to set up a game seven in Edmonton, which McDavid's teammate of Andrew Kane described best as juicy. I have to give credit to the Kings. I doubted that they could hang in the series. I didn't think they could be in competitive in a world where Mike Smith wasn't actively giving away games and he's given away at least one, but Mike Smith, despite those regrettable moments has also played really, really well, but the Kings who are built almost exclusively on young talent, aside from the two top centers, Andre Kopitar and Philip Deneau and netminder, Jonathan quick have gone toe to toe with the Oilers in this series. I remain terrified of the prospects of, LA Calgary or worse LA Dallas in the second round only because the possibility of a battle of Alberta is what's most likely, but LA is a team folks should be looking to get behind very, very impressive 
how they've built this team, what they look like right now. Let's just wait until next season. Uh, last thing here, a bummer. Uh, Sidney Crosby is going to miss game six of their first of the Penguins first round series with the New York Rangers after missing the majority of game five after taking a hard shot from Jacob, Jacob Truba uh, in open ice. Um, and really, there have been some outstanding performances so far in the postseason, but no injury could have a bigger effect on a series, it seems, because the Penguins were full in full control, leaning on an incredible run of form from their captain. I mean, Sidney Crosby in his four plus games was simply sensational, dominating the New York Rangers. And that was reflective in the run of play, the scoreboard, everything until his exit. It was all Penguins, despite the fact that they were down to spicy pork and broccoli. But now it seems with Crosby out that the Rangers are live in the series after being almost out more outmatched than any other team. And honestly, that even includes the Nashville Predators who played a lot of, who spent a lot of time within, you know, tied in one goal scenarios with Colorado, despite being swept. The Rangers looked worse off. We talk about players value boosted in times of their absence. We do that a lot with the MVP discussion. Hard trophy nominees just went out. It's possible that it could not be more true than it is with Crosby right now. After that role, role reversal in game five. Um, it will be fascinating to see if the New York Rangers can take advantage of the fact that Pittsburgh's captain, Sidney Crosby, could be out for the foreseeable future in what is maybe Crosby and that core's last chance at going on a long postseason run. I mean, it could actually be opening up for them. It's going to be tough regardless for Boston, with Boston and Carolina looming. Um, you know, the, the Atlantic division is very tough, but there's a path forward here for Pittsburgh but only if Sidney Crosby is healthy. Again, three more chances at a game seven with three already in the queue. It's going to be an incredible weekend in the NHL. I guess we need for the full extent, at least one game seven on Sunday, but three game sevens on a Saturday at this time of year, it could not be any better. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 